y'all, it's your girl, Sharice, and we are back with another episode of Grown Ass Folk Podcast. Welcome, welcome. It is too early for me to clink, clink today, but clink, clink nonetheless. Clink, clink your coffee. Uh, So today, I promised you that I would talk about the show Sex Life on streaming on Netflix. Uh, It is a very colorful show. But I'm not simply going to be talking about the show and its contents today. We're going to talk about it in the context of relationships. I am in a group, a Facebook group, where people talk about all of the different things that are streaming on Netflix. And this was one of the shows that came up a lot when it was in the top 10 on Netflix. And um, I see a lot of women in the comments saying that Cooper, who is the husband on the show, should have left the wife and that she was ungrateful and she got on their nerves and she was always crying and they just made her husband Cooper to be out to be this like incredible guy. I disagree. I think that there were a lot of red flags and I think that the fact that a lot of women think that he's a good man uh, it just shows some of our, um, you know, toxic beliefs and, uh, I don't know, just the shitty things that we think about how a relationship is supposed to be. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about Cooper and why he's a fuckboy. All right, stay tuned. Alright y'all, so let's get right into it. If you haven't watched the show, then big, big, big time spoiler alert. You might want to skip this episode. Um, I'll be back next week. I think I might do an episode like midweek um, because I have just a lot of topics I want to cover this season and once a week might not cut it, but don't hold me to it. <laughs> but you might want to skip this episode if you plan to watch it. Um, because there's a lot of spoilers, because there's no way that I can explain why I think this man is a fuckboy without giving away major plot points. So I'll give you time to go to another episode. Okay, so um, the, the show is about a woman named Billy, and she was a hoe, right? She was a hoe all her lives like she was a little like kind of little country church mouse and then she moves to the big city um she moves to new york uh to have adventure and of course adventure means getting d to uh to a lot of um to a lot of women and so she moves to new york and she has all these sexcapades but then she meets a man named brad and he's kind of like the love of her life they fall madly in love the sex is amazing. They do it in just all different kinds of places. And so she becomes a hoe exclusively for him. And they are hoes together. But then Brad fucks up and they break up. And then the show kind of, it's fast forward eight years later. And Billy is married to Cooper. And um, Cooper is kind of the straight-laced Tom. He is a complete square. Um 
but they, you know, they fell in love. She fell in love with him because he was safe, uh, coming, just coming fresh off this relationship with Brad that was just tumultuous, tumultuous. And, um, you know, they just, her and Brad, just everything was passionate and some things not in a good way. So, uh, Cooper provided her with a safe space and he was, a square he's an investment banker he could provide her with the big house with the picket fence in the country up in connecticut and yeah so they have two kids together and then she becomes discontented because she starts to journal and well she doesn't become discontented discontented because she journaled she starts journaling because cooper is no longer like having sex with her he's no longer touching her in the first episode you see that he comes home and she thinks he's excited to see her and he's like oh look at my favorite girl blah 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 and he walks right past her and beelines to the newborn baby that they have so she's feeling neglected basically and so um you can tell that she loves him and she misses what they had like before the kids and all this and the house and all this good stuff but uh you know nonetheless she's a doting wife and the problem is is that she's journaling right and so here is I'm going to stop right there in the summary of the show because her journaling is kind of where the show starts but I'm going to pause to say all through this since I've started this podcast, I have been saying, please, please, please stop trying to love the red flags out of people and stop being blind to red flags simply because you want to be in a relationship or because you want to be in a relationship with a certain person and you want things to go a certain way. So you look the other way on things that are pretty important pretty fucking important i'm not talking about a guy who doesn't put the toilet seat down i'm talking about a guy who potentially has anger issues or control issues or mama issues or any of those things so um yeah stop trying to love the red flags out of people and i see when i look at the comments of these women saying that cooper should have left her ass and she doesn't deserve cooper blah 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 I'm like, does he not look as toxic to you as he does to me? Is there something wrong with me? Do I just really have a low tolerance when it comes to fuck shit and fuck boys and just idiotic circumstances in a relationship? Like, I have a very, I do understand that I have a very low tolerance, but some of these women in the comments that they make, it's just like, girl, You don't, like, you don't see, sometimes I feel like I'm the weird one, because I see a lot of the things that other women don't see, because other women are so engulfed in having a man who provides stability, or having a man where they know their bills are paid, or having a man that they know um, maybe will be a good father, They're so engulfed in all of those things that a man can do for their household that they don't think about the things that a man can do, will do, or can't do for them. 
or to them. You look at um, movies like Diary of a Mad Black Woman, where this woman, as she's she wanted stability, she wanted a man who was going to bring home the bacon and take care of the household. And then when that nigga was done with her, he sat her out on her ass, literally. And I think that a lot of times we are looking, we are so, we we think so much about how a man will take care of our household. And we think so much about other people that we don't think about what certain circumstances are going to do to us, going to do to our spirit. Is it going to break us? Are we going to be the one who is neglected? Are we going to be the one who is the only one in the house who's not having their needs met? So you have an infant. They need to be breastfed that you're breastfeeding that infant. They have their needs met. You have a husband. He needs validation. He's paying the bills, so you're validating him and doting on him. He has his needs met. But yet again, here's another circumstance where women go with their needs and their wants and their desires unmet and where we don't think about ourselves and we think about everybody else first. Because if you want a man who simply pays your bills, first of all, if you want a man who who has enough of a career to go out, make money, make good money, keep the house in order, keep the car running, keep the lights on, then chances are he is not going to have a whole lot of time to make sure that you're satisfied emotionally, sexually, or otherwise. So we have to stop um we have to stop qualifying relationships based on what a man can do for you. Sure, it is nice to have a man who is willing to be the head of the household, who can do things, who can provide stability. All of that is well and good, but you have to look at the other shit too. There are other things that go into a relationship besides a motherfucker paying your light bill. You can have a sugar daddy that you don't have to see every day and he can pay your goddamn light bill. That's there's so many other things that go into a marriage and a healthy household and a healthy relationship. Personally, I would rather not be a housewife and be the person in a relationship who's relying on you to go out and make money and do all the things to make all the things work. I would rather us both do that those things 50/50 so that when we do come together, we have time and energy to focus on each other, to support each other, to make sure that everybody's needs are being met. If one person in a relationship does every fucking thing, then both of y'all are, then not both y'all, but that person is going to be tired. They're going to be burnt out. They're going to quote unquote forget about the little things. I don't want that. I would rather make half the money and spend half the money be 50% of what makes the household tick. And then we have time to actually be a fucking couple. But that's just me. I understand that I'm weird. And I understand y'all think I'm weird for that. But that's just me. So back to the show. I just wanted to give that a little bit of context and why I'm talking about this show. Because I'm not going to be doing a whole lot of show and movie reviews. I don't know. I might. Because remember, I wanted to start Movie Monday. So... That that might be, like, 
I might still work that in. But um, I, th- I think I actually might do it on IG Live as opposed to it being a full-on episode. So stay tuned for that. But I'm not going to do a whole bunch of movie and show reviews. So I wanted to give a little bit of context as to, as to why I'm actually reviewing the show. Because I've seen some very unhealthy things in the comments that people make about this man. And I when I watched the show, he got on my nerves the most out of the whole cast. Him and that creepy-ass little boy. And I'm just thinking, I asked my husband, I was like, am I the weird one? Because I, for me, I look at this person and I see complete big red flag. Huge flag. Um, So episodes one and two, it's just all so weird. I don't even know where to start. So, so we're going to, the first thing, the first thing that I have against Cooper is that he invaded her privacy first and foremost so the show is about her having a journal she has a journal she's writing in a journal a diary and this man reads that and okay first time he reads it okay she she was stupid because she left shit open on the counter no password no nothing and you writing about your whole days okay fine that's on her but this man continued to read her journal through the entire what is it eight or ten episodes of the show he continued to read her journal so that's the first red flag right there is i don't have any privacy in this house and i'm not one of your children i'm not gonna live in a house where you take all the doors off the fucking hinges if i have something that's private and you read it and you see that it's private leave it alone so invasion of privacy huge no-no for me Unless I invite you into that space, don't do it, right? And then he reads the journal. And then at the end of the first episode is rapey scene number one. So, sirs, kind sirs out there on the internet, um, rape is rape, even if it's your wife. A lot of men don't understand that you can rape your wife. Men think that once women take that blood test and sign that certificate, then they can just enter vagina whenever their little hearts desire. That is not true. It is possible to rape a woman who you've entered into contract with. And so at the end of episode one is this really rapey scene of him. You know, he's like, but it's it's rapey for me. But she likes it. Right. So she is like, oh, yeah, this is it. You know, you read my little journal. Now you're giving me some hard D bent over the counter. Awesome. Okay, great. So she doesn't think she doesn't think it's rapey. I think it's rapey because there was anger in his face. She couldn't see his face. She was bent over. So she doesn't know that it's rapey. And then the next day or later that day, he just doesn't say anything to her um and i'm just like uh that it just it was rapey for me i don't there's really no other way for me to explain it he like he bends her over the counter he gets it in he has anger in his eyes he looks like a man who just like wants to cry because he figured out his wife was a hoe back in the day and he gives her the d 
And then he does not say anything. It's just like he just walks out. So she's mad, confused, and left hurt and in disarray. That's why I think those are the reasons why I think the scene was rapey. But, you know, some people may disagree. And then episode two, I don't think anything really um, particularly notable happens. But then we move on to episode three. And so, first of all, this man just gives me very American Psycho vibes, right? His, If you look at this show, he gives me very American Psycho vibes, like serial killer, I'm going to love you till you can't hurt till you don't hurt anymore like a a man who would say that like if I can't have you no one will he gives me those vibes and so in episode three we kind of open almost like not even 15 minutes into the show to him reading her journal still still so you know that this is something private these are her private thoughts you wish you didn't even read what you read the first time but you go back again so he's still reading her journal and invading her privacy and this time he's masturbating to it but naked in the kitchen leaning on the kitchen counter with two young children in the house standing there jerking off choking the fucking chicken to your wife's journal of her memories of her sexcapades with her ex-boyfriend you know none of y'all think he's weird so you think that he should leave her and you don't think she deserves him and you don't think he's fucking weird this is the third episode you didn't miss this if you If you are in a Facebook group making comments, then you probably binge-watched the show. So you did not miss episode three, where he masturbates in a house with a family of four in the house to his wife's sexcapades in her journal with her ex-boyfriend. So he's fucking weird, right? And then... I don't know if it was episode three or four, but then he follows, he finds Cooper, he finds out where he works, he tries to go into his job, but I don't know, I guess he changes his mind, and then Cooper leaves, and he follows him, and they go to the gym, Um, no, sorry, Brad leaves, and Cooper follows him, Brad is the the ex-boyfriend cooper is the husband so brad goes to the gym cooper follows him he buys a 600 membership on the spot so that he can follow this man into the gym and then he works out for the same amount of time that brad is working out and then he goes into the shower at the same time brad is in the shower at this point i'm thinking that the show is going to take a turn here i'm thinking it's going to turn you know very lgbtq-ish at this point i thought that cooper they were going to make it so that cooper falls for brad because cooper gets in the shower with the guy and he keeps on looking over at him like to see if he's going to turn around and then brad does turn around and he has a big huge penis for a white guy and so Cooper is 
destroyed. He's punching the wall. Like when he when when Brad walks out of the shower, he's like punching the wall. He's got his eyes closed. He's letting the water fall over his face, and he just looks like he looks like he's in the can you can you stand the rain video. <laughs> he just looks so sad, and this is weird. So the first three to four episodes have established that we have a weirdo on our hands. Your man is weird, and this is the man that women are saying, "Oh, she doesn't deserve him." Cooper was just as obsessed with Brad as his wife was. He kept on on the show throwing it in her face. You're obsessed. You're obsessed. You're obsessed. No, nigga, you're obsessed. I was writing in my diary. I was living the life of a housewife. I was making sure these kids got fed. I was kissing you when you came home from work, baking cakes and shit, making sure everything was everything. You didn't know shit about Brad until you invaded my fucking privacy. And then you did that. And so now, now you got, you, you, you're obsessed with him. You have a problem because nobody said anything about this man. I didn't say it out loud. I wrote it in my diary. So you're obsessed. Okay. And then Cooper shows up to Brad's job coming to him as a man so this man is a essentially a figment of her imagination because she's just having memories and writing in her little journal and now you have this man job coming to him as a man talking about stay away from my wife sir i didn't i wasn't near your wife he, well, he was because they bumped into each other. But guess how they bumped into each other? Because this dude, Brad, is now fucking Billy's best friend. That's how she ran into him. By going to her best friend house and this nigga come out the back room. Okay? So you, so here, here we are. This is where we are. He's gone to Cooper's job to talk to him as a man right looking stupid and still still women are saying he's a catch you're a fucking weirdo sir you're weird you haven't really shown me you show me that you're controlling but because you can't keep your nose out of my shit so you show me that you're controlling but this but he's given nothing but weird serial killer vibes for the entire show up until episode five so far so far just nothing but serial killer like you do weird shit you do weird things you masturbate to sex scenes that your wife has written in her journal in a full house you follow people to the gym so that you can look at their dicks and you go up to the job of a man who you do not know from Adam and who you have no proof that your wife is actually having sex with currently, you're, you're fucking weird. So at this point, he's a weirdo. So now we get to the part of the show where there starts to be some action surrounding Billy, Cooper, and Brad. 
So, um, at the end of episode three, we have another really rapey scene where, now mind you, uh, Cooper has trouble keeping it up and he hasn't touched her in a very long time and it's become a very sexless marriage. And so he started reading these things in her journal and now all of a sudden he kind of wants to prove that he's big man on campus and that he still got it and blah, 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 blah. So there's another rapey scene in in episode three where they try to have sex in the car and she's still, I forget what the word is, uh, for when you still have milk in your boobs because she's breastfeeding and it kind of squirts all over him in his face and everything and she's like no 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 no, we can't do this so she you know puts her clothes back on in the car and she climbs over to the passenger seat and she's like okay we don't have to do it just let's go home and he looks over at her with like and it his his face is just so fucking menacing i think that that is a part of the problem too but his face is so menacing and everything is a fucking scowl and he barely even smiles in the whole series and He's like, no, we're going to do this. So he, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Because she's a hoe, you know? You you can turn a hoe into a housewife. I don't, I do not believe that that is impossible. But once you a hoe, you always a hoe. If you wanted dick incessantly when you were 20, you're going to want dick incessantly when you're 40. I'm just, that's just what it is. That's what I think. All right? So she is... A very she likes the d you know apparently it doesn't matter what kind of d just any kind of d so she's like oh yeah let's do it come on come back on over here so she tells her to put the seat back and he climbs on top of her and at first she's enjoying it but then you hear her start to say wait hold on slow down wait stop slow down stop slow down once once you hear that you're you've injured into right right and um he does not slow down he keeps just jackhammering her like a rabbit like how did you even marry this man anyway if you knew that sex was very important to you i don't i don't understand from the sex scenes i'm like how did you even like did you sex is very important i could not see myself married to someone who did not do the good sex right so rapey scene wraps up and he at the end of it he's like make it work is as he's coming he's like make it work it's gotta work dude you're fucking weird you're weirdo and not in a good way but then the next morning they get to talking and he's like you know that she's like so are we going to talk about this blah 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 what you read blah 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 and he's like well none of this is important what's important about this conversation is is she said you weren't touching me and you hadn't in so long why not and he said i just don't think about it as much you thought about it as enough to have two children so were you just was i the baby factory is that what we're saying and don't get me wrong Billy is a beautiful woman. Of course, she, I mean, she's not stacked or nothing, but she's beautiful in the face. Be, you know, beautiful by societal standards. So what do you mean you just don't think about it 
as much or he 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 also said I didn't realize that I had stopped touching you until I read your fucking journal dude and then with the seeing the guy's dick size and the tall best friend that he has and just feeling like a complete square and then not knowing that his wife had was a hoe at some point in life and that she was just up she was for the streets um he got a little bit of a napoleon complex because he felt really small in all of this and he felt like he had just been chosen as like a a really long ass rebound or consolation prize or somebody who could give her stability and nothing else so he starts to develop this napoleon complex and that is always a horrible 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 thing uh anger issues the control issues the big man on campus issues you know that sort of thing so you know he like he's he's treading a line he's treading a line then um Cooper came for Billy and I didn't like this. So they went out to dinner. Billy got the best friend to agree to bring Brad as her date out to dinner as a double date with her and Cooper. So they're sitting in this restaurant. She's sitting across from the love of her life, the one that got away, the one that she never got over. And he's now fucking her best friend, but they're just fucking, they're not dating. But as proof to show that she's not after him, she got them to agree to come to this dinner to prove to Cooper that they're, that she's over him. So you got everybody sitting at the table and Billy says something like, honey, you know, tell him about that deal that you, you know, he's an investment banker. So tell him about that deal, blah, blah, blah. And he turns to Billy and he says, honey, that deal closed six months ago. Now is not the time, Cooper. Now's not the time for that. Right now, you just tell him about the fucking deal. Now is not the time to show dissension in our household. Now it's time for us to buddy up and get through this to fucking together. You don't come with the smart side shit. He's a controlling little bitch. Throughout the whole show, he is very controlling. Even when she dropped out of her PhD program when she got pregnant, and even when she talks about her PhD or when she talks about her uh, her work as being a social worker in the school that she gave up to be a mom, he always slides in there to say, "Oh, this is you know, this is what we wanted for our family." You're controlling little bitch and your butt hurt because now you're realizing that you are not the cream of the crop physically emotionally or anything else you were the cream of the crop as someone who could provide for her the type of picket fence uh you know family house in the country that she wanted when she decided to settle down Brad broke her heart and made her not want to be for the streets anymore. And you were there to provide her with a dream and nothing else. And so that makes you controlling and butthurt because you want to prove 
that you are big man. We're not even going to get into the fact that the best friend is just a special shade of fucked up for fucking her ex-boyfriend, the love of her life. Best friend probably been trying to figure out what that D do for a long time. So best friend wanted to know what that dick do since you was going crazy over it. And now she gets to find out and she's just a fucked up person. And then she keeps on saying to her shit like, what is wrong with you? How are you going to give up your family? Blah, blah, blah. He hurts you so many times. Bitch, you are currently actively fucking him. Please stop with the shit. Um, but, but this is not about the best friend. I just had to throw that in there. And so, uh, so all throughout the show, he is, um, he's flip-flopping. So one minute he's mad at her. Then he realizes that he has no right to be mad because she's not fucking cheating. That is a big thing that we have to factor in. She is not cheating. She has not fucked this man. He called her on her cell phone twice, and she told him to get the fuck on. She's trying very hard to show restraint. All the woman was doing was journaling and remembering the good times, remembering the good deed. That's all she was doing. She wasn't chatting with anybody. She wasn't fucking fucking anybody she wasn't calling him on the phone she wasn't sneaking to go see him she did sneak to go see him once but she she had tailed it out of there i was proud of her but she you're what she's not cheating right and so all through the show he's like flip-flopping and he'll one minute he'll be mad and giving her the cold shoulder and telling her hey go get the car fixed because i don't want to see your fucking face and then the next minute, he's calling her, leaving voice messages. I love you. I can't wait to tell you my good news. I'll see you when I get home. Where are you? I love you. I can't live without you. Get your life together. Figure it out. Um, and then you see his anger issues start to spill out. Like, because he said things like, you bake a cake and you think everything is going to be fine and snapping on her and stuff like that. But, bro, you acted like everything was fine at least 16 times in eight episodes. You acted like everything was fine. So she can't bake you a cake and try to act like everything's fine once because she's been trying to get your bitch ass, your punk ass to talk about it, and you won't. You won't leave her. You keep just trying to punish her for some shit that you shouldn't even have been in in the first place. You're punishing her for having good D before she met you. Now, let me tell you something. If you marry your wife after she's been to college, I'm not saying that it's the be all end all. And this is I'm not saying 100 percent accurate. But if you married your wife after she went to college, then she's probably had some pretty good dick in her lifetime. She has maybe. Now, I don't know, on this one, it's a little skewed because a lot of women tend to, not a lot of women tend to, that's the wrong thing to say. I would not marry a person, like I said, who did not do the good sex. So, I don't, I mean, chances are that you are, you may be the best that she ever had. 
but she's had other. And to think that she never has a flashback every now and again is unreasonable. And then here he comes with this extreme fuckboy energy and uh, mentions his boss, you know, saying, you know, she makes me feel alive, but you don't see me um, going to her for, for things, blah, blah, blah. Sir, she did not step outside her marriage. She didn't go to anybody for anything. She just journaled and you read it. I think I think that that's what gets on my nerves the most about this show is that it's a stupid premise. Like he should it shouldn't have been that he read her journal because he punishes her for the things that are in her journal when she really did not do anything wrong, you know, for a good for the good first half of the season, right? So he's just a fuckboy. And then the piece de resistance is they are trying to get some spice back into their marriage. This is maybe episode six or seven. This like this is like the the top of the arc in the story arc, and they go to a sex party with uh, some friends. And at first they're like, well, "No, we're not gonna do anything." Blah blah blah. Then, rapey scene number three. They start kissing and shit, and so she's like, yeah, let's, you know, maybe let's do this at the sex party. Let's have some sex, right? And he gets to taking her clothes off and shit, and then she realizes that the people in the sex party are kind of creating a circle around them because they're, you know, they're two beautiful people by societal standards. So people in the sex party are kind of making a circle around them to start to watch, and she's feeling uncomfortable. So she starts to tell him, no, let's not do this here, and she starts to try to cover herself up. And he's still trying to, like, take off her clothes, and, you know, he drops her dress to the floor, and it 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 almost gets, it's, it's almost rapey scene number three. But, uh, so then he, you know, she starts to cry and he just leaves her alone and people start to walk away. And then their two friends who brought them to the sex party, her friend and his friend, who are a married couple, come in to the room. And the woman pushes Billy back a little bit, like gently, and says, uh, trust me. And she proceeds to bend down on her knees in front of cooper and she's hesitant because she's waiting for cooper to give her permission and cooper looks into billy's eyes his wife's eyes and she's crying and she's like pleading with her eyes like no like you're not about to fucking do this like don't do this dude don't do it and he says go ahead and so the friend proceeds to give cooper head and swallow in the middle of the sex party and Billy goes running out. Mind you, Billy has not had sexual interaction with another person other than her husband for the duration of this series. Where episode one to episode seven, she has not touched another human being in a sexual way. And he's at the sex party getting ahead from her friend after she's pleaded with him not to with her eyes. And he does it for revenge because he's looking at her with the American psycho face. Like, yeah, bitch, take that. Right? So Billy runs out. And the guy friend starts to hit on her. And he 
you know, she's like, no, what are you doing? Stop. I'm like, I'm crying. This is just not a good time. Like, what are you doing right now? And so Cooper comes out of the party from getting head from this guy's wife and gets mad and beats the guy bloody anger issues. You have anger issues. You have anger problems with the world, not just other men. You just took it out on him because you didn't actually want to hit me. You took it out on him, but you have fucking anger issues. Red flag. She should have left his ass after that party. She should have left him after he fucking got head from another person at that party. And I haven't, I, I did shit. Now I could have went to old, uh, big dick Brad and did whatever I want to. Cause he's been calling me on my phone, but I did not do that. And now you had a sex party getting head. I just can't. And then after the party because he's gotten into a fight so he's got his arm in a sling he's got a black eye and they get home this bitch is still sitting around trying to comfort him so i'm not saying that she didn't get on my nerves at all i'm just saying that this cooper guy is fucking satan and women should not be fawning over him like he's some sort of fucking victim when he caused all of these problems in this relationship so she's still trying to like comfort him and shit and he's mad like he's big mad like get off of me don't touch me blah 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 runs upstairs and then like he like for days he's just like laid up in the bed and she's trying she's making excuses for his behavior like you know you were all through the show she's just kind of making excuses for for his behavior and the things that she feels and even for them being in a sexist marriage, even though he's the one who stopped having sex with her, he he said to her, oh, I'm sorry, you know, that you felt like you couldn't talk to me about it. And she was like, come talk to you about something that women are taught not to talk about all their lives, bitch. So I guess I really just wanted to vent about this show. The red flags are that he has anger issues, he has control issues, and he does not know how to express himself in a healthy way in a in a relationship but this is the man that y'all want this is what y'all want he's i and and sometimes these things i don't want to say that they can be sexy sometimes these things the, the how sexy a man is will mask these things um like if you have an alpha male, if you have um, a man who has just a very big presence, um, who's doing all of the things that he is supposed to do, but there's an underlying current of anger control issues, that sort of thing. I can understand how you can be blindfolded by that, but this man is a total beta. There's nothing alpha about him. Except for the fact that he makes a lot of fucking money. And that's not, there's nothing alpha male about that. Any man can go out and get a fucking paycheck. You can be a scared little bitch boy when you get home and cry under the covers. But if you, but you can go outside and make a paycheck. That, that's not what being an alpha is about. So there's nothing alpha about this guy. He, he kind of gets played at every second of the show. He sits across from this man who is damn near wagging his tongue at his wife. And all he could do is wag his little finger back and say, listen, fuck you, guy. Dude. Ugh. 
So there's nothing. He, he has no redeeming qualities to me. All he does is make a paycheck. And women are clamoring over him and saying how stupid Billy is and how just, ugh, it just makes me sick. Billy is stupid. Don't get me wrong. She's an idiot. But Cooper is not the good guy on this fucking show. I don't really even think there is a good guy. The best friend is on my nerves. The little kid is fucking creepy. Fucking Brad is just Brad. He's a fuckboy. He been a fuckboy. And then Cooper is no good either. There's no, there aren't any good people on this show. There are no good characters. There are no characters that have any redeeming fucking qualities on this show. But people let black women, because it is a black group, let black women tell it. Cooper is the victim in this fucking show. And I just think that's ridiculous. Alright, y'all. Um, that's that on that. Stop trying to re- love the red flags out of people. Um, and stop ignoring red flags just so that you can have the dick or the happy ending that you want. And join me next week. Um, I forgot what I told y'all we were gonna talk about. Join me next week because we are going to have a conversation about things that don't always everything can't always feel good and uh we need to learn how to we need to learn how to accept that in life and not want to bail every time something doesn't feel awesome or it doesn't fill us up and raise our serotonin levels Uh, i was going to talk about normal girls with real jobs because that is the picture um Normal Girls with Real real Jobs Winning, that meme got like 100 likes on my IG. And so I thought that I should talk about it. But that's probably going to be more of like an IG Live type deal than an episode just because I just think it's, um, I think it's false in some regards. And um, I just don't have a whole lot to say about that. Like I could really probably say my piece about that in about 10 minutes and have y'all feel what I'm trying to say. So that won't be an episode, I don't think. Um, So join me next week. I hope to see you there. You can follow me on Instagram at Grown Ass Folk Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Grown Ass Folk Pod. I really got to get back back active on this Twitter thing because I haven't been. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Instagram, Twitter. Join me next week. Talk to you then.